Welcome back everyone to MX Asian American. Today we have Catherine. You want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, uh, my name is Catherine Zhang and I am a recipe developer and pastry chef. Um, I came to this world, I guess, because I was on a TV show called Zumbo's Just Desserts, which is on Netflix at the moment, um, run by Adriana Zumbo, and it was just like a competitive baking show. Um, so since then, I've just been creating recipes online and content and yeah, sharing my love for desserts. Awesome. So as a um, foodie myself and a lover of desserts, because I have a huge sweet tooth, um, <laughs> I was really interested in your story. Um, so let's begin with like just a little bit about where um, and how you grew up. Yeah, well, um, I live in Australia at the moment. I was born here, but my parents are both from China, Shanghai. Uh, so I guess I grew up pretty much Aussie, uh, but I had a lot of Chinese influence growing up, um, you know, with my parents and my grandparents. Um, yeah, I guess I grew up pretty academically focused, you could say, um, as I think most Asians can relate. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I love studying and all of that. So I think it was a bit of like a shock to my parents when I was like, hi, you know what, I actually want to become a chef. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess that was a bit of a hard transition, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how I got. So like what um, initially inspired you to get into cooking and then like more specifically making desserts? Yeah, well, um, growing up, I was always, I just loved food. Uh, yeah, massive foodie. And <laughs> in my family, there wasn't really like a big cook or chef we kind of mm. everyone was kind of you know average <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I wanted to I wanted to be that person so I was you know I was constantly cooking like you know starting even like back in that in primary school I was you know wow. random like, bits and pieces obviously back then they weren't that good but um you know <laughs> I was passionate and I guess I just learned from there because there wasn't really anyone to teach me mm. I was always you know, just making things by myself um, and I learned from the internet and I guess, yeah, that's where the passion started. And because desserts compared to like culinary, like cooking and stuff, it's a lot more creative. Mm. I feel like you have like, um, and it's a lot more like precise. There's a lot of science behind it. And, um, and I feel like I could just like express myself more through desserts, which is why I kind of tended to go towards desserts in the end. Yeah. Mm. Wow. In primary school, could you even <laughs> the stove? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great, though, that like you kind of wanted to be that person for your family. How, I want I'm like curious about like the reaction from your family once they like have tried your creations. <laughs> when I was in primary school? Yeah. <laughs> well you know they're not gonna let me down right so, like oh my gosh it's amazing so I guess maybe that built my expectations I was like I can do more so you okay, know I guess okay. they, were being, they were encouraging at the time because you know of course they are going to be yeah mm -hmm. so like when um and how did you get the opportunity to like compete in Zumbo's um just desserts uh, well, I was in I was in uni back then, so mm -hmm. um, there was like a sweets exposition, and they were doing castings for a new dessert show. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Um, at the time, I didn't know what show it was going to be. Um, all I knew was the desserts and they were just looking. So my mom, I was with my mom at the time and she was really interested in me appearing on the show more than I was. Um, she's always wanted to be like master chef or like something like that. So she was really excited that there was like an opportunity to go on. So she convinced me to apply because actually I didn't think I was ready. Wow. And yeah. And so I applied and surprisingly got through the round and then I was able to get on the show. So yeah, it was, yeah. Well, that's amazing. What did you study in uni? I, so I studied science and I majored in nutrition and food science. Mm, so okay. food related because I knew I wanted to go into that area, but not exactly, you know, desserts because mm-hmm. those don't really line up desserts and nutrition, but yeah. That's really interesting about your mom really encouraging you to apply because I feel like, um, of course, the stereotype is like Asian parents don't want you to do like any any job that's like really risky. So really interesting that your mom was like hey you should go yeah I think she just wanted me to go for the experience um Mm. I don't think she realized that it could have possibly (laughs) I led on to something else um but I think yeah she's very supportive of like me giving things a go and she wants Mm. me to pursue what I love um but obviously she wants me to have a good life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like tell me a little bit more about the rounds like um specifically how many rounds and like what were kind of the competition like yeah so um it was like 10 episodes right so there was Uh 10 competitors and each round there was like a challenge um where you know there was a brief and you had to follow it and then you were given a certain amount of time to complete the round and then the two bottom two would then go into a zumbo like challenge which was basically like some really crazy challenge that Zumbo puts up because those challenges were so hard and yeah one person would get eliminated so yeah it was definitely a fun ex- it was like a ch- really challenging but fun experience yeah no I bet it was your like I'm assuming like your first time like making stuff on camera right and like going through like whole production process and like yeah. probably had like a makeup team or whatever like yeah, it was crazy. Um, there's like a whole wardrobe and styling team and like all of that. It's such like a different world to what you think it is as well. Because when you see mm-hmm. it online and like, you know, on TV, it doesn't look like what it is going like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. There's so much extra work and there's so many cameras in your face all the time, like trying to capture like every moment. Mm-hmm. So like no matter if you're like, you're having a meltdown on the corner, someone will come over and oh, be like no. asking you questions. Like, Let me just melt wrong? down in peace. I know, exactly. So like, you know, everyone's like having their moments, but like cameras are like following them and like, you know, asking them what, what's going on. And um, but it was really intense and um you're always mic'd up so you could they always knew what was going on Mm -hmm. um but I guess that's all reality tv and Mm -hmm. but yeah it's a fun experience I guess (laughs) um so like what influenced you later to like start your own blog and then also your youtube channel yeah well 
when I finished the show, I was getting a following on Instagram, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was people discovering who I was and like what I did. And I think the natural reaction was, oh, what are the recipes for, you know, all the things that you're making or you're posting. Mm-hmm. And I think I want, I realized that it was such a good platform I could leverage, like being able, if I wanted to share my desserts and my recipes with people, like why not make a blog? And then be able to link that to my Instagram so that people can find what I'm making and I can help people, you know, with their baking problems or like give them advice. And so I guess that's how that all naturally started. And then YouTube was like something that naturally came off that um, because it was a way that I could help give more clarity to recipes by, you know, giving video content. I think at the time when I started YouTube, it was there were less reels and stuff like that on Instagram and like you know TikTok was obviously it was popping off but like it wasn't really there 100% where it is now mm-hmm. so it was more like a video tutorial kind of thing but now I guess there's other ways to show the detail to making the dessert so I've also gotten onto like making content on Instagram and TikTok doing videos and stuff like that um, so yeah it all I guess came together naturally. Mm. What do you think has been like the most challenging part of like managing your blog, but also like all of your social media and like YouTube content? Yeah, um, I think definitely the time management issue. I because it's also not my full time job at the moment. I work like four days doing recipe development um, for Marley Spoon, so I do the recipes for them. So I think it's just like coming home and then editing everything and then on my days off working and creating more content it's you really gotta have everything organized and managed so that you can get it done because otherwise (laughs) nothing's gonna happen but yeah yeah, no I can I respect and commend you for that like people with side hustles are always like how do you like sleep (laughs) balance your time (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, that's like the most important bit because you also want a life right so you know you gotta have fun in between but um Mm -hmm. yeah because I love it it's um easier for me yeah Mm -hmm. so like what what do you envision kind of um in the future you said now you have a full-time job um but you're doing this like as a side hustle what do you envision like in the near future or future um about your like online content where that would go is there like a possibility of transitioning full-time or yeah definitely I mean at the moment of course it's um you know you've got to make make a living but like Mm -hmm. as it as it starts to pick up more it and it definitely is I want to grow the platform bigger and so I can reach more people and share more Mm -hmm. content and be able to help more people um within you know for baking and I think also it's different because I also have like a little bit of a niche where I focus on like a lot of Asian flavors and I kind of want to spread that more and um, let people know you know of the all the amazing things that you can do with like ingredients um so yeah I think when if the opportunity comes and I'm able to take it full-time I definitely will um I think it's just like hard when you're doing things on your own and it's really challenging to manage and organize everything yourself um, so, you know, but if the time comes, I would love to take it full time, maybe even build a team. No, for sure. Like, see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sending best wishes for that. <laughs> um, 
So I'm a little bit curious about your like creative process in terms of baking and making desserts. But um, before that, like, I also want to know, like, what's, um, are you a big experimenter um, in the kitchen or you kind of just stick with like tried and true um, techniques? I think as a content creator and like recipe developer, you really kind of got to be out there to stand out as well. So while mm. I want to, you know, stay to true techniques that I've learned over the years, I also want to incorporate little bits and pieces that are different so that, you know, people have something else to try that isn't the same as what they would always make. Mm. Um, so, you know, like just like extra different flavors or just even different like little tricks and tips for your techniques that can make your life easier. Mm. Um, so I'm always trying to find those kind of things and bring them so you know people are something what's what's something that you've experimented with but like has turned out to be terrible (laughs) (laughs) oh okay well I mean I've worked um I work on a lot of different bits and pieces everywhere because I want to expand like my knowledge and my background but at the very beginning I found making cakes actually quite difficult Mm -hmm. um so not like in terms of like decorating and stuff, but like I feel like the basic recipes are always the hardest ones because mm. there's so many recipes out there and like it's really hard to get the perfect one where you're like 100% satisfied. Um, rather than saying I failed terribly, I'd say that it took a really long time to reach my ideal recipe. So like my sponge cake, like my just like a light chiffon cake that, you know, like classic Asian bakery cake, you know what you love and you know the texture, the flavor that you want. So it's so hard to be able to recreate that. And I've mm. spent like years like trying over and over again, different ratios, different recipes to try and get that. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that would probably be something that I failed really badly in the beginning, whereas it was nothing like I wanted it to be. But now mm. it, it's pretty much where I want it to be. No, that's awesome. I love seeing that like progression of like improvement, but also like um, I feel like recipes that are the simplest oftentimes are the hardest because there's like only that many ingredients. Um, exactly. Yeah, you got to work with that, and there's only so many things you can do with those ingredients as well. So it's, uh-huh. it's all about the small like little bits and techniques. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is um? What are some like experiments that you've done that are like really successful um I think I think everyone knows like macarons are like hard to make and Mm -hmm. one of the challenging things that you you want to perfect and at the beginning I found it really challenging as well but I think over time I've managed to find all the little bits and pieces that make it work Mm-hmm. And now they're like one of the things that I make all the time. Everyone loves them. And um, the recipes on my blog are doing really well as well. Like I ran a small business where I sold macarons and cakes. And then I also have written an ebook on making macarons. Um, so I think that's probably one of the things I found most success in. Um, I even had the opportunity to make them for Adriano Zombo. And like, you know, he is the master of macarons. So like, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, super nerve-wracking but I think I've come a long way since then as well and I've learned from him I've learned from so many people and yeah it's one of the things that I love now no that is so great I'm so happy for you <laughs> um you. what 
as you've been gaining more traction um, in your business and um, your presence online, have you been receiving any backlash or negative um, like feedback or comments? And if so, like how do you deal with those? Yeah, um, it's funny because th- like the moment that the show was aired, I received a lot of backlash. I bet, um, yeah. Yeah, I did. So originally the show was aired on Australian like TV and before mm-hmm. it was released on Netflix. I think Australian TV took it worse than Netflix. Um, so I was, I remember at the time, because it was between me and Simon, there was a lot of, um, you know, it was rigged because in the end I did get a perfect score from Rachel Koo. And a lot of people thought, yeah, you know, the, the show was rigged and that like they were showing favoritism because I was younger mm-hmm. and they favored me or like things like that. Or like, oh, I even received like comments like, you know, like, oh, she probably bought her way into it. It probably comes from like a, a rich family, which is crazy. I think it's just, um, that's just like people's opinions. And like in the end, I know how it all went down and I put in like my best effort for it. Um, so it was, it hurt a lot at the time, but I think I've used that to my advantage um, because I think now I can show people that, you know, that it is my skills and I really can grow and build from it. And, you know, I have recipes now that people can follow and I want to be the person that can tell them and give advice. Um, so, yeah, I guess you just got to ignore it and keep going because on top of that, like once it was released on Netflix, there were so many positives, so many mm. amazing people that messaged and were so like, you know, encouraging and they wished me the best and yeah, you know, that's like honestly what it's all about. So mm, mm-hmm. the haters, they can do whatever they need to do. <laughs> There's so many other people out there who are wishing me well and mm-hmm. I know I can do it and yeah, I guess that's how you just move on and take advantage of it. Mm, I'm so um, like jealous of your positive mindset. Like I <laughs> never, that's why like, I don't know, just like putting yourself out there, being on TV is already so nerve wracking and yeah. and like receiving all the, all these like hate comments would be like, even more devastating to my self-esteem but <laughs> yeah glad that you're able to like pull through focus on the positive yeah so um probably will be like one of my last questions but um like as a I'm a poet myself so I'm always curious about creatives and their creative processes mm-hmm. um So I'm wondering, like, do you have a specific creative process when you're trying to develop recipes or, um, well, we call it writer's block in the writing community, but do you have like, I don't know, like creative blocks um, when you like can't form ideas and how do you deal with those? Yeah, I definitely do. I think at the beginning I was, it was harder because I didn't have a strategy and how to approach the content and what to create. I kind of was like, oh, whatever I think is going to be good, people are going to love as well. But that's also not necessarily the case. And, um, you know, you want to make something that's going to be well accepted across everybody. And I think now that I run a blog as well, there's a lot of other sides to it besides the creative side where it's like you've got to take into like Google searches, you got to take into account like traffic and stuff like that. So basically I have a 
what I do is there's like I do some content research like keyword research on Google on what has been trending what kind of recipes what kind of like desserts don't really have many recipes online and from there I take that and put my skin on it mm. and then yeah so then that's like the way that I can kind of find ideas that not necessarily I would make all the time but like I know that people will love but then sometimes I gotta you know do what I love and I'll put mm. the recipe you know that I absolutely adore and then sometimes that does well too so you never know I guess it's all luck at this point as well because you never really know how it's going to be accepted mm-hmm. um that's great um what I hear is that you're very resourceful um, <laughs> but if you were to recommend my listeners um, one recipe from your blog what would that be uh recently and uploaded a mango sponge cake and that is like like I was mentioning it before but the sponge cake is one one cake that's just like going through its ups and downs (laughs) and it's been through a lot but like right now it's at its peak I so I highly recommend checking it out the sponge is amazing and it's one of my favorite like all-time favorite cakes um I don't think anyone can go wrong with like a mango cream sponge so yeah definitely recommend that that sounds so good right now (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on the show um where can listeners find you online yeah well you can find me on instagram at katherine.justdesertsau um otherwise you can head on to my blog uh which is zangkatherine.com um yeah and i'm also on youtube just katherine zang and tiktok zangkatherine all right i will link everything Yes, I'll link everything in the show notes so it'll be easy for them. Um, Thank you so much again. I really enjoyed this. It was really fun. Yeah, thank you. Same here.